0: For nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, Rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else, and 30 years of Rosie on the House.
1: Well, it looks like a beautiful Saturday morning. Does it look like there's a breeze blowing or a cloud in the sky from? Looking out the studio window, we've got one hour left of our weekly four-hour broadcast left, and we'll go get to experience this, uh, what looks like a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning firsthand. Uh, if you're just joining the broadcast or you're just waking up, we do have some sleepyheads that uh, gradually stroll in over the, the four hours. We're just starting every hour with the same uh, announcement. This is a... Uh, A first of its kind broadcast and hopefully last. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, On October 17th, Rosie was in a uh, off-roading rollover accident uh, that led to 44 days in ICU. Uh, He's now, this is now day 52, so going backwards, eighth day in rehab, and like everyone was telling us, as soon as you get to rehab. You're going to start seeing improvements. They're going to happen a lot quicker. Things are going to start moving faster. They absolutely have. Uh, we shared a lot of those in the seven o'clock hour. You can go back and listen. We spent the whole hour talking about Rosie on that and the, the the rollover that he was involved in and what had happened, uh, his his road to recovery. A lot of the stories and you know all the why we have faith that he's going to be back fully and quickly here to the broadcast, as well as his daily his daily life. This announcement is just to let you know you can go back and listen to that 7 o'clock hour. We had talked originally about spending the entire four hours on this topic, uh, and Hatch said, uh, the program director said, you know, you, what you've laid out for the four hours is very interesting, but this this isn't necessary at this point. Rosie's going to be back soon. Save this type of broadcast for his retirement. <laughs> you've, you're, you're giving the impression that this is the end of him coming back, and he's going to be back in a couple weeks. Just let people know what happened, how positive the recovery is going, where they can send cards, Um where they can read about this mom has been making journal entries on a website called caring bridge since about the first week. Mm -hmm. And so you can go through and read through, uh, the, what, you know, all all the details and Rosie's road to recovery and keep up to date. You can sign up every time mom posts the, this website will send you a email that says this new entry. And it's just all the, all the steps forward that we're making. And, uh, you know, pretty soon we're going to have Rosie, I'm sure, will be posting on there soon, letting everybody know uh, his status. And you had a couple things that have come in since seven o'clock that we'll read real quick before we get to Teresa on the line, as well as Dave. If you've got a question about your home castle or cabin, it's 1 888 That's 1 Rosie for you.
2: So you can find this at caringbridge.org and um, you have to look up Rosie's recovery, and in that story, you'll just see what's happened over the last uh, seven weeks. There's also a fresh post for you if you're just joining, so you don't have to read back through the whole thing, and this morning, we have 300 new uh, visitors, so and some really sweet comments. Um, Diane says, I wanted to tell you to be patient, but I kind of figured you wouldn't listen, so instead, power up. <laughs> I like that. Doesn't that sound like dad? And then uh, Chris says, Love the story about you pointing to your brother as a source of pain. Way cool dude. <laughs> that was. A dude. Good one, that right? was. They, and also do they serve crawfish at your facility?
1: Uh, hey, that's what we need to do. We need to bring dad some crawfish mm. and boo down.
2: There you go. He's a little way away from that. But we'll get to it. <laughs> and then Margaret says, Rosie will approach um, like he does any project, no shortcuts, step by step till full recovery. And then just wrap up with this one It's really cute. It says, um, God bless. P.S. Don't be too hard on your therapy, people. Push through all your therapy. Mind over matter. We need you. Family needs you. God only knows what's in store for you. Give it your all. Love, Nancy. A faithful listener. Nice.
1: And a lot of, if you're hearing this for the first time, a lot of people are thinking the same thing. And, uh, you know, why why so long to make this announcement when it first happened we didn't think it was going to be but a couple weeks till he was back on air with our home maintenance calendars we're scheduling our topics and our content a year in advance um thanksgiving weekend we do as a pre-record just it gives us a chance to have four days it uninterrupted with our families as well uh last saturday i hate to admit it i'm sorry but that was pre-recorded too because uh generally it would have been live from jersey lily uh, on Whiskey Row for the Arizona Christmas weekend, which that was the answer. Prescott, and last hour to our trivia question, will pull an answer. We had some people say Williams, which I can understand. Uh, the Christmas train, Santa Claus... Polar Express. Polar Express could make people... Some people think Williams, but the correct answer was Prescott is Arizona's official Christmas city. Well, Mom hasn't left Dad's side since, uh, since this has all happened. She wasn't going to go up and broadcast alone. My family had a rodeo in, in a Mesa that weekend, and we've just got too many kids to, to do that as a one-person project. So with our, our commitment to our kids, we did it as a pre-recorded and we knew we needed to be here live. The amount of calls that have come in, the texts that have come in, people with questions, we, we couldn't do this Announcement as a pre-record. So at the point we had made the decision to make it, uh, I think it was uh, the week of November eighteenth. The next two weeks were already recorded. Sorry, I hate. I don't like listening to that's radio okay. that's that's recorded. And when I can tell I'm listening to a pre-record, I don't engage. So I don't like to. I don't like that listener experience. So I don't want to create that experience for our listeners.
2: Well, we do it. We've gotten pretty good at. uh, People often don't know that it's pre-recorded. You know, like on a day like that.
1: Karen texts, "Keep up the good work, great energy." I'm like, I'm in P and M Arena in Mesa. (laughs) (laughs) If if I'm fooling Aunt Karen, we must be doing good. But I still don't. Nobody likes to feel fooled later. So so I don't like to to interact
2: too. And but the good thing about there's so much with
1: live radio. Mm -hmm. There's what we call live magic that that you. Never experience if you do it recorded. So and family like to
2: friendly live. live magic. We don't beat you yeah. up here. We just like to hang out yeah. on Saturday mornings. And we um and just the longer we waited the better the news was too. We were had some pretty dark days there for a while. So mm-hmm. we're on the we're on the upward somebody called it an upward snowball, you know, rolling uphill. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're yeah. doing. That's what we're doing.
0: I was going to say, theater of the mind is what it's referred to. <laughs> theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. That's
1: what it is. All right. If you'd like to join the conversation, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. We'll be talking about pliers this hour. It's it's tool month that Rosie on the house, and getting the right tool for your handyman. If he's got some old pruners, some old pliers, an old hammer, that uh, just like to get him something nice and new for his toolbox. Uh, we'll talking about the history of them, uh, some modifications that have been made, and then the thirtieth anniversary tools that we've etched with Thank You for 30 uh, as part of our Giving Back uh, fundraiser campaign we've been doing this year. Uh, but let's get to the calls right now, one There's There's only so much you can talk about pliers. We've got about, you know, we have 45 minutes every hour of content to fill. We probably have like 14 minutes of plier talk.
0: <laughs> That's probably plenty. So, <laughs> let's get to plier
1: them. talk, you're on the air, sir. <laughs> let's get to David. Welcome to the program.
0: Good morning, and God bless the whole Romero family. Back in 1963, when I was in basic training in Louisiana, uh, one of my uh, basic uh, training buddies was uh, a member of the family, and he took me home for a weekend to the Romero homestead.
2: Well, you must have eaten good.
0: (laughs) I did. (laughs) Uh, the, uh, The Romero family, to the listeners, uh what ethical, patriotic, wonderful, loving people uh, they are. And uh, God bless the whole family and Romy, uh, uh, no Rosie, you stay strong, do that physical therapy, and you get back on here, man, We miss you and, uh, and know that Romy and uh, Romy's been doing a great job. and uh, it's so good to hear Jennifer again. It's been a while.
2: Well, thank you for the kind words. All that encouragement just goes so far for all of us.
0: I, I'm sure. I'm sure. This is, this has been a devastation for the family, uh, and it could have been much worse, and obviously it was very close to that. Uh, but God loves Rose, Rosie, too, you know, and uh, he's taking care of Rosie, so uh, we'll get him back. And uh, yeah, I just I've been listening to you guys since the early days when uh, you got into Tucson, which was my home back then. I live in Star Valley, the little village near Payson. Yeah, uh, well, a, yeah. but I listen every week.
1: Well, uh, David, we we certainly appreciate it. And if you can't hang on, I want to make sure we have David's information because I'd love to know. Which uh, which family member he was talking about back at basic training, uh, my grandfather, dad's dad, uh, Doctor Rosie, we call him Papa Rosie. He was in the Navy, mm-hmm. um, in World War II. He was a, a Navy medical doctor on one of the uh, aircraft carriers. Uh, his brother Jerry, Jerry was the bomber. Air Force. He was uh, if you've ever seen the movie Memphis Belle, those bombing Air Forces. He was one of those. Uh, uh, all three survived. Uh, Uncle Clemmy was a helicopter pilot. If all my memory serves me correctly, they were both Army. He was Navy. So I'd love to get a little bit more. And and which home did he go home to? Was it uh, uh, would that have been Rennie and Nita's? Probably home? so. Uh, so I'd love to get up, get a little bit more. Hang hang tight, David. We've got uh, we're not done with this conversation yet. Uh, we're going to get back and go to Teresa who has a question about piping along with any questions you have. And, uh, we're not a, we don't d- generally do that kind of, uh, shout out like that, but if anyone else would like to wish Rosie, well, he is listening right now with his brother Rennie and rehab, uh, working through their physical therapy, uh, rebuilding, and, uh, we'll just continue to sprinkle those through and you know, Rosie'd appreciate the little, uh, a little encouragement. I've got a funny story about one of our, our listeners. I was trying to find it because I had it here to share. If <laughs> you heard all that paper shuffling, but I've got so many papers out, <laughs> it looks like uh, we're going to clean house during this break and come back and uh, continue on. Good. I, I Musical still, mics. Well, I, I accidentally unplugged something on the console looking for the piece of paperwork I had. Uh, it's actually an envelope with a listener's name on it. Uh, the gentleman that uh, was just on the line. I think his name was David. Uh, yeah, it was
0: David. David, yeah. Basic training at Fort Polk.
1: And he, he said something like, hey, you know, Romy's been doing a good job while you're gone. And that's not completely true. And I've even had this, this one texture completely call me out on it. Um, the first Saturday, because this happened on a Wednesday, and that first Saturday, you know, generally speaking, Dad does a 7 o'clock hour, so I never prepare for it. That's whatever he wants to talk about, and he's got his guests and everything. So, okay, whatever. I do the 8 o'clock hour, outdoor living hour, so me and Greg were well prepared for that one. 9 o'clock, we just, we never prepare anything. That's just our open line. We just, the ebb flow of live radio. And then the last hour, we talk about a specific broadcast and this one texter kept texting in you're not prepared you're not (laughs) this is awful what are you even talking about where's your head i'm like i and and it was really funny because that was the beginning of the broadcast and i know it it aggravated jennifer she's like who is this and i'm like he's right i'm not here i'm not prepared i'm fumbling all over myself but it was the Uh, kind of kicking the pants I needed to get engaged and finish out the the other four hours so it was actually that uh, that was the driver for me to make it a better program and a better broadcast and be diligent about being prepared for every Saturday because four hours is a long time to fill especially when you want it to be informative and a lot of radio has changed over the years as and we've had to adapt to it people used to sit there on their phones for hours and wait to talk to Rosie now they're on their cell phone it's a horrible connection they're driving it cre- it creates a horrible listening experience for the other end so we have to be careful about the calls we take now so much of the communication is digital and text and i've had his envelope for like 6 since that happened and i haven't dropped it in the mail because um, I was sending – we were giving away Park Pass tickets, but the tickets I had to drop in that were expired. So I didn't get new tickets to send <laughs> it would them. You really have really
2: busted your behind <laughs> for that.
1: Well, no, I, I I teased them back. I'm like, uh, sorry. I, I can't remember exactly what I said. It. What's your address? So I can send you some of these packets and uh, a $20 uh, haircut coupon so you can go cut your ponytail. And it's actually kind of grown into uh, – a, a digital relationship he texted back i was having a bad day and i took it out on you i'm sorry i'm going up to listen to the elk bugle and get my head clear and <laughs> he sent me a text later about a, a tractor that throws fire out the back and it's how they clear weeds on big agriculture uh, he said hey I, I saw this and i thought a rosie with- sounds oh. like rosie oh, man. and love i haven't that. sent that back to him because i can't find it but there's a tractor in australia that does that with uv lights it's an electron it's not flame propane like this tractor was it's done in uv lights and it spot treats and it, it as this tractor's traveling 25 miles an hour and it uses these uv rays to flash weeds in a in a in a millisecond it's it's incredible so i've been trying to find that to send back to him but anyway uh it 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 has and, and everyone at the office knows don't bother roaming on saturday if it doesn't have to do with the broadcast or on Fridays. That's our last chance to make sure we've got all four segments of all four hours dialed out with talking points and opportunities. So it was just a fun, fun listener experience that we had uh, going through all of this and You know, our our dedication and our commitment to all of our listening audiences will be prepared every Saturday to answer your questions, to deliver good content, and take your questions. Like, Teresa, I'm not in my—we do have time if—I'm going to need help bringing her up until I can figure out what I disconnected on (laughs) on my board over there that I can see the callers. But do we have Teresa? We do. I heard some talking in the background. It didn't sound like she was ready to take the call. Hello? Hey, there she is.
0: I'm so sorry. I didn't hear you say my name. I was uh, talking to my daughter. Um, Her her boyfriend is a plumber. And um, I just caught the very end of your discussion about the braided plastic piping. Um, Is it for like coming out of the washing machine or what was that in reference to?
1: every water line that comes into your home, whether it's the hot and cold to your washing machine, the hot and cold to your kitchen sink, the hot and cold to your bathroom, uh, and the cold water line to uh, to the toilets. There's plastic ones, there's ones that come with metal braids, and there's ones that come with metal braids and plastic nuts. There's ones that come with metal braids and metal nuts. Those metal ones—they're about ten dollars more a piece, but that—those busted water lines are the number one leading cause of water damage in homes in America, are and it's worse. Are
0: you talking about like the ABS plastic?
1: No, no. This, um, your this is the water line that comes from your turn off, your shutoff valve. It's which is going to be copper, even if it's a PEX. Um, right. PEX water mm-hmm. line, there's a copper yeah. valve, shutoff valve, that's attached to that PEX line that you then attach another flexible water line to your water-using faucet. So this this is after PEX turns into a copper valve. They don't make plastic shutoff valves. Um, it's just a plastic nut that it attaches to the brass shutoff valve. I, I say copper. It's it's more brass threading um where it's attached so that's those replace them all that's the first thing uh, we look for in any home that we go into uh make make sure those are all installed with the extra ten dollars uh i mean when you count up two sinks a washing machine a kitchen sink couple toilets. I mean, you're less than 120 bucks for an up. Well, I mean, it'll cost you more than that, but it's $120 more than just the cheap ones. You know, you're probably still not at about a, a $300 for most homes upgrade just to ensure you don't experience that water leak.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah. You, All right. I, just, I got you now.
0: <laughs> the technical gremlins are hanging around here for a few minutes. Looking days.
1: for this envelope. Wow. I picked up the console thinking maybe it slid under there and it...
2: little disconnect. I got the audio
1: back, but I, it didn't get the volume back. There we go. All right. Welcome back to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. We've got a number of uh, letters that have come in this week we're going to get through. But there's something interesting that... Uh, I had never seen before. Our remodeling team put that together uh, this week, and it's a guideline. If you've got a kitchen remodel in mind or you've been thinking about one or planning one and you do a lot of entertaining in your kitchen, that now is a great time to start making notes. Uh, And they put together this user guide that you can print out and put on your kitchen uh you know your refrigerator put it nearby where you can write notes and it gives you all the things to think about what is working in your kitchen what's not working i needed more room for this i didn't have a i had too much room for that uh that i didn't have outlets where i needed i didn't have the right lighting i needed i had, didn't have enough chairs for guests i didn't have enough uh plugins for like uh, crock pots if you uh do like a, your apple cider that you you just keep warm for hours and hours and hours, and people go by and can get a ladle and dip it out. You know that's it's it's a very user friendly uh, tool. <laughs> They've got one here. Uh, things that are working well, things that need improvement, uh, items to splurge on, items that can be sacrificed, target budget. Uh, when are you looking to complete this? So that while you're doing this entertaining and you've got guests in your home that you probably don't throughout the rest of time you can make these mental notes so that when we're going into the design phase there's nothing that gets missed uh for for the finished product because a kitchen remodel is uh, an extensive it can be very extensive especially if we're moving water lines electrical lines if we're going down all the way the, the cabinets are coming out the appliances are coming out and we're doing a a restructure of the floor plan. This is a couple month project. Uh, it doesn't need to be that uh, in depth. It can be a lot, uh, a lot quicker. But for a full, complete, stripped down redesign, it, it's a couple months project, and we don't want to miss anything in that design because when you get done, you're going to be so glad you have your kitchen back. And if you've got that one thing that annoys you that you missed and forgot about, it's going to eat at you forever. But you've just spent all this money on it, and the last thing you weren't gonna do is—you don't want to be disappointed. Going back and changing, and and you're gonna remember that one little thing every single time you go back. So, if you just go to uh it's right there. It's, it is the kitchen remodel checklist download. Click here. It's a two-page PDF that uh, you can write and take your notes on while you're. Uh, going through all, all your functionality of using your kitchen during, you know, the, the time you've got most of the guests uh, at there at your home. There you go. Uh, letters from listeners that have come in this week. We had uh, a pool question come in. That's your handwriting. I'm sorry. This isn't the one I had. <laughs> so we got two pool questions that came in. I'm like, this does not sound familiar at all because I had... Uh, I've got two pool questions. Oh, my paperwork shuffling there. I ended up with uh, mixed paperwork.
2: Well, this is a pretty simple one. Someone was just asking, is it okay to leave your pool empty? And it's really not. It, you, you will ruin your finish if you drain the pool and leave it empty.
1: Now, it depends. Does it? <clears throat> you're right. But there are, if you're looking to retire it and not use it again for years, uh, there are companies, uh, one in particular called Deck Over, that. Uh, will come build a deck. They drain it because you can't get to it to clean it. There's a sump pump that's put in the bottom to keep rainwater pumped out. And you've got this usable space. Then at the point you ever want to reactivate it, it just needs a replastering, which is a whole lot cheaper than ripping the pool out, covering it in, and having the next homeowner come in, dig a new hole, and start all over. So you can retire it, but you just have to understand at the point I want to use this again, it's going to be, you know, on average at about a $10,000 replastering expense. Uh, a lot of times uh, the pumps will go bad if they're not being used. They just sit there and, and break down. If the plastic piping is exposed to the sun where the filter is, uh, a lot of that plastic is going to be disintegrated. So you're going to be looking at an expense to reactivate it. But if you don't plan on reactivating it and just going to keep the pool there for the property value, go for it. You know, it, it, it all depends on how you're going to use your pool. If you're draining it thinking, well, I'm going to save all the time and maintenance and next summer I'm going to fill it back up.
2: That won't work. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't work. It'll dry out and crack <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you'll have to replaster it, which is <laughs> back to where we started talking to begin with. So uh, then the other system for retiring it is a a very thick vinyl pool cover that lasts at least 10 years uh, is the the track record history and, and still in and good working condition. So we're probably going to get at least 15. You keep the pool full. You put this thick vinyl cover on it that doesn't allow light in, which, doesn't, uh, which keeps bacteria from growing, and it's called a solar-safe pool cover, and then you can retire it. It's safe. It's strong enough to walk on.
2: Um, and you can also open it seasonally. Yeah, and, yeah, and then you warm. could open it
1: seasonally. So if you still want to uh, eliminate the maintenance while you're not using it, you can put a solar safe pool cover on and then pull it back off come April <coughs> and get it ready uh, for swimming again. That, the solar part of that name is that it does heat up the pool water, so you'll be able to swim in it two or three weeks faster than the rest of the neighborhoods with an uncovered pool. Uh, this is a great question that I'm gonna try and not get on a long sidelined soapbox on so does Mike? That mean I get
2: to I get to cut you off if you go too
1: long <laughs> you get to cut me off
2: okay
1: uh, Mike Gamesa wants to know if home warranties are worth the cost <laughs> to cover your appliances okay be ready <laughs> uh, we are not home warranty fans uh, there are situations where you don't have an option Uh Sometimes if you're in a mortgage situation or you're at uh, what they call an at-risk lender that uh, isn't going to have the money to make these repairs, they make you pay for a home warranty. Uh, but if, if you've got the option, save the money. I am a firm believer if you invested, uh, every single person that asks you, do you want to buy the extended warranty? Calculate what that is. I, I bought a stapler at <laughs> office supplies. And I offered you a, a an warranty. extended warranty on a stapler. I looked at him like he had three eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of those cases, find out how much that warranty is, take that money and put it into a savings account. The amount of money we spend on extended warranties adds up so quickly, it would blow your mind. Just well, and the
2: thing about them too is they is they you don't you're not guaranteed who you get to use. No, you, they send you who they're gonna who they use, and that's and not l- always the best.
1: A lot of times, they're companies that have uh, technicians that get paid on parts commission, so their motivation is to sell you a lot of parts that may not need to be fixed. Air conditionings do not have flux capacitors.
2: Well, and then sometimes it, the thing that you breaks on your machine or whatever isn't in the warranty. That which or it just expires mm-hmm. when it's time. So it's best just to be responsible with your money, save it, and have choices when that does happen.
1: Prepare for those. If you've got uh, an air conditioning unit that's 15 years old, you've got five years to save for a new one. It may go bad before then. It may not go bad for 30 years. But if you're prepared at year 20 for that, just ride it till it dies, and then at that point you've got the cash to to do the replacement. You've got so many options. When you're not, uh, when your back's not against the wall, so don't put yourself in a situation where you, your back is against the wall. Now, with that said, uh, I've got a l- there's a lot of insurances that I think are not uh, the best decision for homeowners to make. But there is, I believe it's Travelers, and I'd have to verify this with Clay. Uh, I meant to pull up. The link because we've got a page in our do-it-yourself faq i'll have i'll assign that there you go look at our diy database for appliance insurance that will insure your big ticket air conditioning items if you're not in a situation where you can save 300 bucks a year for the next five years for that $12,000 new air conditioning unit you're going to need you can have it insured for a low uh, you know I think most of the stuff I remember it was under $40 to insure look at the amount of electronics you have in your home your TV your uh, music your whatever your consoles uh, there's a ton of electronics that are in our home you can get those insured for coverage for a very nominal fee so if you don't have uh, a situation where you can be saving right now until you are in that situation an extra $70 a month insurance policy may be uh, a good solution for you to look at to be prepared come time to replace uh, those things should they fail uh, prematurely. So look into those. Uh, I would much rather direct somebody to that situation uh, over a home warranty until we're in that uh, state where we've got a big enough savings that you know we don't need any of the insurance because whatever breaks I can replace because I've diligently saved and all those additional costs that hit us every month just evaporate and build to our savings. I've got something stuck in my throat. Excuse me. Thank you. This goes into a series of drywall questions that have come in as it relates to wet drywall. There's a gentleman that's having a new home built, and the drywall was left on site, which is typical, uh, but we had a little rain, which isn't typical. (laughs) And he's trying to argue that this drywall is ruined, and the builder's trying to argue, no, it's fine, and we're still going to use this on your home. As a smart homeowner, he wants the best, and he's trying to push no. You're gonna put in. Uh,
2: I would think the same thing.
1: New drywall, and this contractor saying, "No, this is fine, and we're not doing it." And he wants to know where to go. Well, I would first get a third party. I'm gonna say definitely the top one uh, sheet, if not two, have been ruined. No doubt about that. Even if it dries out, <clears throat> uh, it I would I would toss it. But uh, and drywall is gypsum. It, it's it's a chalky powder uh, covered by paper. But it, we use it outside all the time. I'm not a big fan of it outside, but you see it in patio, underside patio covers all the time. And it lasts you know, 20, 30 years well taken care of. Sometimes you see the drywall tape start to fall off and strip, and you've got to reapply that. You've got to scrape and start over and, and re-texture it. But it, it can handle a little bit of external weather just fine. Uh, I would you
2: think it'd be obvious vis- visibly <clears throat> if it was something wrong with it? I mean, would like the inside would start to crumble. And...
1: Yeah, but if he's in a situation where he's <clears throat> combating a contractor that's determined not to change it and he's determined to, to change it, he's probably going to need a third party uh, to come and, and inspect it. And in that case, what I would do is look at the name that's on the drywall board itself, call that manufacturer. And that manufacturer, they're not interested in you having a bad experience with their product. And if it was, in fact, water damage, they're going to be your best advocate to forcing that builder to get new drywall board to put on there. Because they're not going to want to be in a situation where you're complaining about the drywall and the contractor says, well, it's two years after my warranty. My hands are free. It was a manufacturer defect. Well, it was a manufacturer defect because you let it get rained on and still installed it. (laughs) So find out who the manufacturers call them. They will have a policy on what, uh, on the quality that can be installed. And we're we're only looking at a couple boards. I tell that contractor get over it and don't leave the drywall out in the rain next time. <music> Final segment here at Rosie on the House. This is the 10 o'clock hour, our fourth hour of the broadcast, fourth and final. This is the fourth segment of the hour, our final segment. We're winding down. I probably should spend a little time on pliers. Um, uh, following our home maintenance calendar, the uh, new platform we've started using this last year, we put together uh, each topic we're going to cover each month of the year and each one of those months, we dive deep into that topic, and we're really working hard to expand the education part going into next year as it relates to actually doing it yourself. Here's what you do, step one. Here's what you do, step two. Here's techniques from the trade. And complement that with some video. It takes a lot of work to put all that together Um So you'll just notice if you subscribe to our newsletter or follow along with our blog and our article each, you'll you'll see increment steps along the way as we find the right videographer to bring on staff, as we find the right uh, partners, uh, trade professionals to partner with and put these together. We're not by any means uh, experts uh, in every trade or any trade. (laughs) Jack of all, master of none, I think is what they call it, dad. Definitely has a lot of mastery in the uh, carpentry area, trim carpentry, and and a lot uh, of friends who molding. do. Right, and he always mm-hmm. always
2: willing to reach out and ask questions.
1: Uh, and and that's I think the difference is we're never in a situation where we're like that's that's as good as it's ever going to get. And no one can ever do it better. We're constantly looking for that person who who out there is better, who knows more, who's done this and can take it a step further. And how do we work with them to? make this better and enhance it so we're we'll be working so as we talk about something we mentioned the water valves became a big part of today I've still got side conversations in the text going on with somebody who says they've got push-pull valves and I'm like well you can push a ball valve and pull it the other way and they're like it doesn't twist it push and pull so I'm thinking up and down so they're sending a picture and uh well I've that, that one's kind of new to me. So anyway, <clears throat> we'll have video to complement all these things going forward uh, along with direct uh, start to finish of that project, uh, whatever it is we're covering. And this, we're not really covering any projects this December. Most people are not interested in projects. Um, th- there are contractors and partners of ours that. Take the last two weeks of December off because they know (laughs) it's just nobody's interested in our service. And, you know, it costs me just as much to have everyone here on staff as it does to give them a paid vacation uh, to go enjoy their family when we're not doing anything (laughs) because we've got no active customers. While they're entertaining their family in their home, Uh, plumbers are still on standby, electricians are on standby, septics on standby, air conditioning contractors. Definitely septic. All those things that break down and would create an an emergency situation where they've got to find somebody. We've got a lot of partners uh, that stay open and have guys on standby to service those needs as they happen. Mama says, uh, was laughing about septic because one of Rosie's company parties he had at his home uh, the septic filled up the, the 2 hours of, yes. before <laughs> the party was to start and
2: people walked up to the the big uh, septic truck plus gumbo it was a very interesting party
1: <laughs> but they came they got it pumped the guy left and good isn't it we were playing bocce ball on that lawn a couple hours later <laughs> So this hour, uh, I'm sorry, this month, we've been talking about different tools, and the tools we have selected are part of our seven essential tools every homeowner should have. We spent a lot of time researching which tools are, you know, if you had to bit, strip it down to your basic seven essentials, and each week we'll be talking about it. I hardly got to pliers and looking at the time, I won't. I apologize. Um because we are are wrapping up on time. But these tools we put together as a thank you for 30 years of broadcasting, and we put a custom-etched thank you for 30 decal on it uh, to celebrate Rosie's 30 years of broadcast. And all the proceeds made from those tool sales go to the three nonprofits that we support, Habitat for Humanity, St. Vincent de Paul, and Military Mission Assistance. Now, there's more that Rosie does in his own personal life uh, but we, we had to cut it off somewhere. We've got so many people that listen, and they want us to support theirs. But if we're trying to support everyone, we're supporting nobody. You know, it's if you've got $100 and you're supporting uh, 100 charities, every charity gets a dollar. You're not— you're not really making a change, so we've we've narrowed it down to three, so we can help really focus and make a difference in those people's lives that those nonprofits support. So pliers was our topic. We've got an article at Rosieonthehouse.com you can read, and then to keep up with updates on Rosie's progress to recovery, it's CaringBridge.org. Search Rosie's recovery. There's more than one Rosie, so Rosie's recovery, or you can find the direct link at our Facebook fan page. Until next week, we just ask. Be thankful for the God above you, those beside you, and the life before you.